0: Hello you guys and welcome to the Inner Growth Podcast. I'm your host Carolina and if you are a new listener, welcome to the pod fam. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. We're back at it. We're recording another solo today and I am so excited to be back on the mic. I've been feeling so good to be recording this new season of Inner Growth and to be just coming back with lots of valuable episodes for you guys. I... Also, just have to share. I literally just recorded this entire episode, which was a 45 minute episode, so jam packed with so much value, and the audio had stopped recording halfway through, and I just cannot believe it. Like this has never happened to me. So we're doing a round two. We're just we're taking you back, and I am slightly annoyed, but I am just being self compassionate. Things like this happen sometimes and hopefully the second time around will be even better and i already got a round of practice we're just going to we're going to think about it that way but on today's episode we're going to be talking about how to build up discipline and create structures in your life and this was actually a topic suggestion from one of you guys i have a little broadcast channel on my Instagram, the Carolina Lifestyle Instagram, called Good Things, Good Energy, and I love sharing cute motivational quotes on there, but I also love having little polls on there, and I recently asked you guys what you want me to talk about on the podcast in 2024, and I loved this topic, and you guys submitted so many amazing ideas, so I have so much to work with, and I'm so excited, so keep the ideas coming. If you want, you can always go back to that poll and add new ideas, or... I might make new polls in the future. So be on the lookout for that because I always love getting recommendations from you guys on topics because then I'm talking about things that you are actually curious about and that tie in with your inner growth journeys, which is the whole point of the podcast. And so thank you so much for all of your amazing suggestions. And I'm so excited to talk about today's topic. So let's get growing and I'll see you guys on the other side. Alrighty, let's talk discipline. Let's talk structures. And let's talk improving your relationship with yourself in the process. So the first thing that I honestly thought about when I heard this podcast topic suggestion was like a red light, like a red light flash in my head. Because I think it's really important to be careful not to create too much structure in your life, not to put too much pressure on yourself. Because honestly, there is a fine line between structures and discipline and then flexibility and freedom and flow. You need both in your life. You can't just be disciplined and just be super structured. Like you need to leave room for the rest because when you just try to do one, you most likely end up, falling to perfectionism or being really intense or even being zero or 100 where you're like trying to have too much structure and then you can't keep it up and then you end up dropping it and I always like to and I like to mention this first and I wanted to mention this first thing in the episode because if you are someone who's ever struggled with being zero or 100 with your approach to life with being like really intense and then just dropping it and then being really intense and then just dropping it this is really really important And that's something we will come back to throughout the episode when we are talking about creating structures. But the first topic that I wanted to dive into is how to build up your self-discipline and how to stay consistent with the habits that you want to have, right? And building up self-discipline and building up consistency really ties in with your relationship with yourself, with your self-trust, and with your self-confidence. Because confidence, truthfully, what it's about is just knowing that you have your own back, is just knowing that you can keep your word and follow through with the intentions you set, with the habits you want to have, with the goals that you have, and as you develop this relationship with yourself, it becomes easier and easier for you to stay disciplined. And another thing about discipline and consistency and how this ties in with perfectionism, right, is that if you're putting pressure on yourself to be perfect and to do things so perfectly, what ends up happening is that that pressure ends up translating into self-judgment. And because of that, If you miss a day or if you do something that you don't consider perfect, you most likely end up dropping it. And in dropping it, You end up staying disconnected from it for a little while, and then you're always coming back to day one. And in doing that, it's really hard for you to get good at things because to get good at things, especially things that you're not very familiar with or that you've never done before or that seem a little bit uncomfortable, you have to do them multiple times. And the perfect example of this is running. When you first start running, you're probably gonna absolutely hate it. I always say running is like an acquired taste. The first run, Probably sucks. You're going to feel really tired. You're going to be out of breath. And you can face that first run in one of two ways. You either tell yourself, you know what? I hate running. It sucks. I'm so bad at it. I'm so out of breath. I'm so out of shape. Running is not for me. And then never do it again. Or you can choose to show up for it again and again and again and again. And with every single run, you're going to feel better. You're going to be better. You're gonna run more smoothly. You're gonna learn how to control your breathing. It's a very empowering process, right? So maybe you'll start just doing like 30-minute runs or like 5Ks, and once you get pretty good at a 5K, you can go and you can try a 7K, an 8K, then a 10K, then a 15K, and you can build up your distance and you can refine your running playlist and you can find shoes that you love and running clothes that you love and that are comfy for you, and then with time, those endorphins start to kick in and then you start to actually crave it. And it starts to become fun. And when it starts to become fun, you're more motivated to do it and you're more motivated to keep up with it and it feels easier to show up and then it becomes a habit and then it becomes a part of who you are and the discipline is inevitable. So that's just really important to remember because a lot of the times we think that we're supposed to be instantly good at things and that really gets in our way. And I'm saying this from personal experience because I grew up, very much in this limited mindset of, I have to be really good at something. If not, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to deal with the discomfort of having to learn it, or I'm not going to deal with the discomfort of being bad at it, because I can't face the fact that I'm bad at something. Like, that was my mindset for so long. And a couple of examples, like, my brother was really, really good at sports ever since he was very young. Like he grew up being super good at soccer. And then he eventually picked up basketball really easily. And he picked up tennis and he picked up golf. And he's just been very athletic his whole life. But I was never very athletic. And with time, I started to like moving my body because I became disciplined at it. And I just started figuring out what workouts I liked. I started doing it more regularly. And now I crave it. Like I love working out. You guys know this about me. But I did not like it when I first started and I was not very good at it either. And this got in my way in so many other areas of life. Like I remember doing guitar lessons. I remember doing ballet lessons and not doing more than like three or four lessons until I stopped because of this feeling that like I'm so bad at it. It's so hard, etc. And I think this gets in the way of so many people like in adult life with so many different things. So you just have to have a learner's mindset and you have to realize that like, That's the whole point of discipline. The whole point of discipline is that you get better with time. And it's about this whole concept of being 1% better every time you do something or even every day. And it's not about comparing yourself to everyone else around you or comparing yourself to people who are really good at something. It's about comparing yourself to you in the past and becoming 1% better every single day compared to who you were yesterday, to who you were last week. Last year, 10 years ago, it's about this idea of always growing and realizing that you get better and you grow when you show up for things, not when you let go of them and give up on yourself and beat yourself up about not being good at something right away. And I also think another important aspect of this is that a lot of the times we create limits for ourselves, right? And we play small because we're like, oh, when i know enough i will do xyz oh when i have enough friends i'll do xyz oh when i have the right shoes i'll go running oh when i have my watch i will start going on walks like you don't need to put all these rules because all you're doing with these rules is delaying the inevitable you're delaying your starting point and the earlier you start no matter how unprepared you are the better your chances are getting good at it because the more time you're giving yourself to practice it. So all of that is really, really important. And something else that I have recently come across that I want to share on this topic and that has really helped me. And I think I heard it the first time from my friend Tam on her TikTok. She has actually been on the podcast and I just love her. We talked about confidence In the beginning of 2023, I think it was that the episode came out. Yeah, I think it was like February of 2023. Anyway, she posted this on her TikTok and I loved it. And it's the concept of short-term sacrifices for long-term gain. What this means is sometimes you have to do something slightly uncomfortable in the short term. But in the long run, you're gaining a lot from that decision. And this is all about thinking of your future self when you are trying to decide whether to do something or not to do it, right? So a perfect example of this is let's say you just finished eating, you have a dirty plate and you can either put it in a sink and come back to it later and let your future self deal with that dirty dish or dirty dishes Or you can just rinse it off with water, do a quick little scrub and put it in the dishwasher and leave your sink empty. And in doing that, you are thinking of your future self. You're doing something amazing for your future self and you're getting a gain in the long run, right? In the future. But in the moment, it's a little uncomfortable. It's a little annoying to have to go and like scrub your plate. But if you do that with the first dish and then you do that with a cup and then you do that with another dish, soon your sink is going to be piling with dishes and the problem is going to grow on itself. So in the moment, choose that little discomfort. And I've been recently learning a lot about stoicism, which has been very fascinating. And I just got a book from Ryan Holiday, I believe it is, which is a daily stoic book. So I'm waiting for that supposed to come in a few days but essentially a stoic principle is choosing to do uncomfortable things on purpose for the sake of growing in your relationship with yourself And I think it's a very, very beautiful concept to do that because a lot of the times we choose to stay in our comfort zones and to do things that feel easy simply because it's less effort, right? Or because we're just in our comfort zone and it's nice and dandy. But honestly, doing uncomfortable things gives you so much payoff in the long run. And discipline is a lot about choosing the uncomfortable. And it's also about getting past this idea that you have to be perfect and realizing that you just have to show up again. Like if you miss a day, of a habit, that is not a reason for you to give up on it. That is just an opportunity for you to recommit to it the next day. And I think something that can get in the way of people's discipline is this concept of like building a streak with yourself, right? And I'll give you a perfect example of this. There are some apps like Duolingo that they have you build a streak to motivate you to do it every single day, right? Because you're like, I don't want to break this streak, And you're like, okay, I'm building day one, then day two, then day three, and you're on and on and on and on. But then let's say you get to day like 40 and you accidentally forget to do it. The way these apps work is that when you go back to the app to do it again, you're back to day one, your streak is lost. And that is very demotivating because you're like, I'm back to square one. Like I failed. But the truth is that you didn't fail. You just didn't do it for a day. In that moment, you can either let that be your reason to stop and to drop that habit, or you can just recommit. Because truthfully, that is still your day 40. Like those 39 days of doing Duolingo before are not gone. You still did those 39 days of effort, they still count. So these apps and like the way that they frame things, it makes you feel bad about yourself when you miss a day because you have this like intense feeling of sadness that you lost your streak. But Let's say you were like putting little sticky notes on the wall every day that you had done Duolingo. There would still be 39 sticky notes on your wall, even if you didn't do day 40 on day 40, and instead you did day 40 on day 41. Like it's a bizarre concept, but it's really important to realize that because that way you are more motivated to show up again the next day instead of dropping it instead of falling to that zero or 100 mindset of I either have to do it perfectly, or I don't do it at all. Okay, let's dive into how to structure your life, which was a second part of today's topic. When it comes to building structure in your life, what you have to remember is that you cannot be too rigid with your structures, right? Because if you are too rigid, you're too much in your masculine energy, you're too much in that need to control. And most likely if you are too rigid with the structures in your life, it's way harder to have fun with it, to find flow with it, and even to stay consistent. So it's really important to leave room for flexibility and flow within a structure. So I'll dive into some structures that I have in my life and take what resonates, leave what doesn't, And remember that what works for me might not work for you, but maybe it can just inspire you on how to integrate this approach to structuring your life and also on different structures that you can have if you want. So two key structures in my life are having a morning routine and a night routine. And that is the overarching structure is just knowing that I'm leaving room for self-care, time for myself in the morning and at night. Now, what my morning and night routine looks like exactly every single day is going to slightly change. It's not going to be the exact same every single day because no day is the same. And it's really important to realize that and remember that when you are coming up with your routines. So even though I have had a morning and a night routine for quite some time, it has definitely changed over the course of the last few years of my life. But right now what is working for me is I wake up, I do my little oral care, I brush my teeth, I do my guasha, then I go to my kitchen. I make myself a hot matcha and I add my greens powder to some water or have homemade green juice if I have that on hand. And then I bring those two things and then I go to the kitchen and I take my supplements. And a little habit stack that I started to do is I add my daily tincture to my water and I use that water to drink my supplements which are like my herbal supplements that I take, which is a daily calm and a daily multi-herbal from within. I love them. I also like taking a little propolis spray from Beekeeper's Naturals for like immune support. And then I make my matcha. I prepare my greens, either like greens powdered to water, which I've been loving, the Mind Right Pina Colada flavored greens a lot, or I'll just have some homemade green juice if I have that on hand. And then I take my matcha and my green juice to my office and I do my meditation and my journaling. And exactly which meditation I'm gonna do changes every single day. Exactly what comes through in my journal changes every single day. But I know that I like sitting down and doing those two things in this moment in my life. And Something that I have been really, really liking is the app Balance. It's an app that gives you a free year of meditation so that you can actually try it out so that you can build up the habit of doing it, see the benefits, and then see if you want to pay for it going forward. But it's really, really good because it makes personalized meditations for you based on your goals, on how familiar you are with meditating, and all these different things. And it just is so, so, so cool. So essentially there are so many different options of meditations on there but they have different plans that you can do and different skills you can build like breath focus body scanning things like that and then you can pick if you want to do three minutes five minutes or ten minutes so i know i'm going to meditate but some days i don't have that much time so i'm just going to do three minutes other days i want to challenge myself a little more so i'll do ten So that kind of varies, and that leaves room for me to flow and for me to figure out what I'm needing that day and work with that. And then for my journaling, I have been doing it in kind of a structured way that I have been actually really loving. I have been really into stoicism, as I mentioned, and I watched this video that was like seven morning habits that stoics advocate for, and they did mention meditation and journaling are both great to do in the morning, but they suggested these four prompts that I have been loving, which is doing a mini mind dump, a gratitude list, a self-reflection, like, prompt, and then setting an intention. And the beauty of setting intentions is that it just sets the energy for your day and how you want to show up that day instead of having you focus just on goals and just on, like, an end result. So that's what I've been doing for my journaling and The reason I've been doing these prompts specifically is because I know that it only takes me 10 minutes to do it, and that helps me prevent my morning routine for running too long, and then I go and I move my body, and I've been really loving doing 30-minute workouts from the form app and also doing incline walking at my home gym, but... Some days I'm going to want to go for a run. Some days I'm going to want to go for a Pilates class. So I like leaving room to flow and to figure out what my body is needing that day. Maybe I have time for an incline walk and a 30-minute form, but maybe I only have time for one of the two. Or maybe I'm just really, really tired and I need a rest day or just to do some stretching. So I know I like to move my body because I know it makes me feel good. gives me endorphins, but I don't have to move every single day and I don't have to do the same form of movement every single day. So that's why I like having this overarching structure to my mornings and knowing that I like doing these habits and at the same time, leaving room to flow and to connect with myself and with my body and with my intuition and with what I'm needing and with my divine feminine in that way. And Finding a little bit of both when it comes to my night routine again I know i'm gonna leave time to pour into myself before I go to bed But that might vary every single night But some of the things I have been loving is i've been loving this powder from moon juice It's called magnesium and it's like a pink little powder. You mix with water. It tastes like raspberry jello and It's like my favorite way of taking magnesium now I've had it for so long and I don't know why I didn't try it until now and i'm obsessed so i've been doing that and then doing my skincare, taking off my makeup, brushing my teeth, and then getting into bed to read. I started a new series called A Court of Thorns and Roses and I'm just like obsessed. It's been so fun. Just I really got back into reading fiction last year and it has just been so amazing for my mental health. So that's what I like doing before bed. And the book that I'm reading might change week to week or month to month. Maybe some nights I like have no energy and I just have time to like do my skincare and then get into bed and I'm tired enough to just go straight to sleep. Maybe Pedro wants to watch a movie or watch a show and we'll do that and then I'll do the rest. So I like leaving room for both. And the thing about all of this, right, is that structures are really helpful because they encourage discipline. But at the same time, if you structure every single area of your life, you don't really leave room for a lot of spontaneity and fun and creativity. And that is really, really important to have in your life. And It's also a big part of connecting to divine feminine energy. So leave room for that play, you know, leave room for that creativity and leave room for it to flow within your structures. Now, another structure that I have in my life that I personally love and helps me a lot is Google Calendar. I love adding my appointments to my google calendar like doctor's appointments laser appointments nails like all these different little things that I might forget I also add my flights to my google calendar and I make sure to leave a little buffer of like commuting to the airport before it and I also add like all of my social plans like when I make a lunch plan or a dinner plan with a friend like I make sure to put that in my google calendar because sometimes you might make a plan with a friend over text and honestly forget it so make sure to put it in your calendar and obviously I use it for like meetings and different things like that and you can even color code things on google calendar but i am not the type of person that like if you looked at my google calendar every second of my day would be booked up i am not that type of person because that again ties in with what i just said you don't have to book up every single second of your day you don't have to structure every single second of your day and when you don't live your life that way you leave more room for play spontaneity flexibility, creativity, all these things can flow in a little bit better when you are moving about your life. So if you want to, let's say, create a 5 to 9 routine after your 9 to 5, right, a little afternoon routine, you don't need to put like 5 to 5.15, get change into workout clothes, 5.15 to 5.30, walk to workout class. But like, you don't have to structure your day like that. I think it's way more helpful to just be like, okay, after I finish work, I want to have these three things that I do for myself. A form of movement, I want to do some type of like chore, like maybe it's laundry or cleaning up around the house or something like that, and cooking dinner. And that leaves room for you to really play around with things and have more fun with it too. So there's a fine line between too much structure and not enough, right? Like you have to find what works for you, but also like kind of like question yourself a little bit. Like, are you adding enough structure or are you going overboard with it? Or do you feel like you have the right balance for you and for the way you operate as a human being? And then two more things that I have loved adding into my life that give it a little bit more structure is doing five-minute cleanups. So a five-minute cleanup before bed, just like going around the house, picking up any little things that I left laying around, running the dishwasher, cleaning up any like counter space, just like setting up my space so that when I wake up, it's a nice, pleasing space. It's clean, it's nourishing, it's homey. Like that has made such a difference. And then another thing that I do is having a master to-do list for different areas of my life. So I have a master list for work things, a master list for personal things, and then a master list for wedding things, which is more related to the season of my life that I'm in right now because I am planning my wedding, which is happening in August. And just having this master list has helped me so much because every time that I remember something, I just jot it down there. And then I have something to look to when I I'm trying to figure out what to focus on each day. And this master to-do list is not a to-do list that I'm trying to accomplish in a single day. Like trying to do everything in a master to-do list every single day just is just simply unrealistic and way too much pressure and is not a loving choice in my opinion. That is more so to hold yourself accountable and to help you remember little things that you might forget similar to like Google Calendar in that way. And then you can, like, look at your master list and be like, okay, here's what I'm going to tackle today and, like, pick a couple things to do and focus on those. And the last thing I'll say, which ties in with both structures and discipline, ties into my master list and ties into something that actually happened today, which is sometimes all you really have to do is just choose, like, consciously choose to tackle the hardest or most annoying task on your to-do list first thing. And when you do that, you feel the most amazing sense of accomplishment and you feel like you can do anything. Like today, I woke up, did my morning routine, I was having my breakfast and I was going to go shower and then get into my work. But instead, I like ended up coming to my office and like had to do a specific task. I can't remember what it was. But as I was doing that task, my manager messaged me or like checked in on a specific brand deal that I'm doing and was like, oh, like, did you receive this? Confirming you received it. And in that moment, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do these edits. Like, I'm just going to get this done. And I did it and I submitted it. And then I felt this weight lifted off of my shoulders and I felt like I could do anything. So I ended up crossing off, like, I think it was like four or five things off of my master work list that I had been putting off that were like annoying little tasks. And it has paid off so much. Like, I am feeling so good, like so good just going into the rest of my night and just knowing that I did my best, that I did lots of hard tasks, that I did things that I had been procrastinating. It's the best feeling. So hopefully this is your sign to go do that annoying task that you have been putting off for a while that has just been in your to-do list for weeks. Because when you actually tackle that specific task, you're going to be able to tackle everything else. Like I promise that is the key. So that is what we're going to be ending today's episode on. Remember that to be disciplined, you have to love yourself and you have to make loving choices because you know it's for your future self, because you know that you deserve to show up for the things you want to do, because the more that you do it, the better you'll get. The more that you do it, the more you're betting on yourself that you can be good at it. The higher your chances are that you will succeed when you choose to be disciplined. And remember that sometimes you have to make little sacrifices for a long-term gain sometimes you have to do the annoying little things in the moment because they pay off in the long term and it's about getting one percent better it's about growing every single day And choosing to show up, even when it feels uncomfortable in the beginning, having a learner's mindset and knowing that you don't have to be perfect at something to do it. You just have to show up for it and you will get better with time. And then remembering that you have to create the structures in your life that work for you, given your schedule, given your bandwidth. And having some structure is really helpful. It does make discipline a lot easier and it just can improve your life in so many ways. But having too much structure isn't that good either. And you have to leave room within structure to be intuitive, to connect with yourself, to find flow and to adapt, right? If there's a certain day when you don't have so much time and you show up for two of your habits instead of four, you still did two of them. And that is still worthy of celebration and you still deserve to feel proud of yourself. Because if you only have 30% to give on one day and you give your 30%, That was your 100%. So that is it for today. So that is it for today's episode, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it made you feel motivated and excited. Keep the suggestions coming on the broadcast channel. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you can be in the loop of all the future episodes that come out on video. I have a new setup that I am so happy about. I got some new lights and I'm just loving it. And if you are watching or listening Head over to YouTube and drop a comment to let me know what you thought about the episode, what it made you think about, or is just something that you are carrying with you after this episode? There's just something about writing out what you're taking away or a lesson that you learned because it just helps it stick more in your brain. So share that on the YouTube comments, or you can also send it to me over DMs on Instagram if you would like. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, you can hit the plus button or the bell icon to be in the loop of all the future episodes. And I love you guys so much. I am so excited for this new era of inner growth for 2024. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will see you guys next week with another episode. I love you guys.